Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 136, and what a week it has been since we last spoke to you. Hearts have played twice, they've won twice, they've scored seven, only conceded one, got through in two cup competitions, it's very much foreign territory. But we're going to cover all of it as normal. I am one of your hosts, Daniel McIver, joined as ever by Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you doing? Uh, an extremely happy Adam Kennedy, yes, <laughs> as, you've, as you've alluded to McIver. What a, a wonderful week it is to be a Jambo. Heart Midlothian Football Club for in everybody's good books. Um, this is kind of... I don't want to piss on everybody's parade instantly, but I'm going to. Like, oh, we God, to it's start the most used thing. We're, we're starting seasons nicely quite a bit now. And then I we'll hit we that are. mid-season lull. So that's that's a long way away. Let's just we'll focus on the here and now. And February seem to be October the most. October looks for us. horrific. So yeah. Uh, yeah, get prepared at Halloween for some kind of horror show. But yeah. other than that, I, 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 listen, August is swell. August is really nice, and hopefully September is too. Yes, exactly. Just going great. So obviously, we've got a lot to speak about. So we're just going to get straight in with pretty much the main event of this podcast. As last Thursday, Rosenborg travelled from Norway to Scotland to play in the second leg against us. To, I was about to say, for qualification for the groups, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not that. It's <laughs> Easy, Tiger. It's qualification for potential qualification to the Europa Conference League groups. Nice. And what was basically <laughs> guaranteed before before we, the game was a match with Pauk, and it was then confirmed during the game that it would be against Pauk of Greece. So... We were obviously coming into this. 2-1 down in the first tie. Shanklin's goal on his birthday back through Norway meant that we were still in it. And the team that Stephen A. Smith slash Frankie McAvoy picked Frankie for this McAvoy game. Come yeah. on, you if I might be watching. <laughs> picked for this game. BBC have got it as a 4-4-2. It wasn't a 4-4-2. It was a 4-2-3-1 slash 4-2-3. They always drop an absolute nuke when it comes to teams. Yeah. Can I just say, like, sports scene... Oh my goodness gracious me! Mental. It's an absolute nightmare when you're trying to do the lineups. I only use like Fotmov or something now because I just yes, exactly. That's who I use. Tired as well. of BBC. But carry so on. we started with, of course, Xander Clark and goals. A back four of Stephen Kingsley, Kai Rolls, Frankie Kent, and Nathaniel Atkinson. A two of Cami Devlin and Aidan Denham. Aidan Denham being the biggest inclusion, one that many many fans were calling for. And then there was a front three of Oda Boyce in the ten and Alex Cochran taking up a kind of left wing left cam position with Lauren Shankland leading the line. What did you make of the team when it came out? Um, in terms of kind of players needing to get up to full fitness that was nice to see with Cochrane um, Aidan Denham is the big eyebrow raiser. I, I think midfield's kind of really all that needs discussed because you're going to start with yeah. Shankland. The back four really picks itself and obviously Clark in goal as well so Really pleased to see Liam Boyce because he just elevates our game absolutely no end, and I think this um, this match proves it. Um, Alex Cocker obviously is still unavailable for league duty, so it makes sense to get as much out of him as can be. Barry Mackay is still yet to get up to scratch fitness wise. Utara um, Woda is one of the first names on the team sheet, as far as I'm concerned, albeit didn't perform well in this game, but we can look beyond that. So, yeah, Aidan Denham's kind of the only really surprise but you would obviously have been gutted with Peter Haring being in that moon boot prior to prior to the second yeah. leg so 
Um, it was bold. Um, it was baffling, actually. If you had gone back like a month or two ago to Aiden Denham and said, yeah, we're yeah. going to release you, I don't think many would have had bets on him then being like our starting central midfielder come one of the biggest games of, of our season so far. So Well, as he, he said himself that four weeks to the day he was working in the bank with his mum as he was awaiting on trial confirmation down south. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, I, I love this post-match as well. Knowing that yeah. he's a boyhood fan, that he comes from a family of Jambos, the the whole granddad having like a tear in his eye of just oh that's just he also lovely. just spe- I think he's really nice. my but the biggest thing I've been impressed with is he speaks as if he's twenty nine like yeah. that he's a seasoned pro at this point like the way he was kind of like yep it's amazing but we're just focusing on the next round focusing on Sunday like all this part <laughs> you wonder but who's told him to say that kind of <laughs> like. I'd love to know who does like the media training at heart. So I'd love to know who sits them all down and just says, "A journalist asks you this. Here's what you say. Here's what you don't yeah. say." Yeah, I would love definitely. to know if that comes from management. Does it come from somebody within the club? Is it like a PR officer? Is it? I, I don't know. I've honestly have no idea. But he he does compose himself really well in the press, and composed himself pretty well on the pitch as well. He did. Which is great However. To see. Hearts didn't compose themselves very well in the opening few minutes oh of this game. As it was pretty much all Rosenberg. Uh, I'm going off the Hearts TV highlights of this because the past two games, actually, highlights haven't been the easiest things to find. I mean, right. Are, are we going to go into a rant about Viaplay? <laughs> sure, fuck it. What an absolute disgrace of an organisation they yeah. really are. I, Thank God we were both at the game so could just watch the cup game being there but, and then we have Hearts TV but so we can get highlights that way. But that's not the point. Like You shouldn't have to do that. The competition is named after Viaplay. How can you not have highlights up? I get that obviously what's happening is happening but that shouldn't, exu- yeah. that, that shouldn't excuse from the fact that highlights ought to be broadcast. Like, yeah. I, what? Honest to God, Mental. like the the day that Scottish football's hopes died with broadcasting was when BT abandoned us or TNT or whatever the hell you want to call them these days. Because as soon as they displayed no interest, it was like Sky or nothing, and we just went, "Yeah, yeah. all right, thanks." Let's get Satanta back. Bring Fuck back Satanta. Anyway. Bring ESPN. Mark Donaldson. What are you doing? Yeah. Get get yeah, on the exactly. floor to Derek Ray and get him commentating the games like like old. Well, this was this game was actually shown live on oh Sports, which is great. And I've seen that actually both the home legs for the European games this week as well will both be on Sports Team for Hearts. Can we talk about that as well? What? Because that's great. But why not show the away legs? Why? Why? It's weird that they keep picking the home legs. <laughs> you should be encouraging folk to go. Like, yeah, it's weird that they're doing. What? That. I don't understand. Surely BBC want like. The moment where we walk out in Greece. That's a cooler moment than just Gorgie Fishbar in the background that we see a million fucking like, times. They don't, even, <laughs> they don't even have the argument of this being the first leg because it was the second in the previous round. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, why you choose the home leg to broadcast because you can't be arsed going over to Norway. It's basically... Yeah, basically. Or Switzerland, for that matter. But you'll do yeah. it for Rangers... Tragic. Get a grip, honestly. 
Well, that's Sorry. what I was shouting at Heart of Midlothian's defence as the first action, barring us having a corner that's headed miles over the bar. Thank you, by Frankie Kent. Rosenborg, within five minutes, opened the scoring, <laughs> and in the eyes of most Hearts fans, both of us included, you think, that's the tie done, very much so. As Rosenborg won a free kick on the near side to the main stand, far side of the TV camera, it swung in. It's actually a great save by Xander Clark in the initial instance, but he can only palm it back into kind of just the centre point. There's a little bit of a sclaff in the area, and it just yeah, it just pins back to him, gets kind of caught under his arm, under his foot, under his hip, and just crosses (laughs) the line. He desperately tries to pretend it hasn't. And in the grabbing, actually pushes it further into the net, and still kind of is like, no, it's fine. But it's one nil on the night. Now. Exactly, one nil to Rosenborg on the night. Three one to Rosenborg across the two legs. I very much was thinking, that's it. Yeah, snap. But as much as our biggest fear became apparent, it's easy now saying that. It shouldn't have, but ultimately the objective was still the same. We had to score two yeah. on the night anyway, albeit we would have been then forcing extra time as opposed to the 90 minutes. But I guess the one positive that we take is the fact that it was so early on and it gave us loads of time to respond. And thankfully, the atmosphere was that good on the night that it did push the team on. We, like, we still yeah. had all that time. We still had that belief. So, as much as we were both writing our chances off, it, thankfully that wasn't the case in the stands and, and on the pitch where it matters most, uh, given it was that early on in the 90. But Very it is so. such a shit goal to concede, sorry. It's, it's, because, it's yeah, so again, annoying like, because it's such a good save as well. And even the concession of the set piece, because of yeah. the area that it's in, yeah. because we're kind of slow to react from, as you rightly pointed out, a phenomenal first save from Xander Clark it's just that we're so slow to kind of clear our lines and obviously they get a second bite of the cherry which is always annoying I don't know whether he feels as though he could do better with a second shot but I certainly feel as though the defence could try and help bail him out yeah um, definitely but thankfully we knew the objective in hand heading into the game anyway and it didn't really have too much of an impact on the evening prior to us scoring because they did look to kind of grab another shortly after yeah they did literally within 90 seconds as they get another chance and I've actually not made a note of his name but the guy who scored the first goal was it the left in, back maybe yeah the guy there. with the blonde hair yeah guy he has another shot but it's just dragged wide and you can start to hear the crowd be like right come on now settle this is getting a bit ridiculous which, which I get but to me, it became so apparent that Nathaniel Atkins has obviously been told to defend quite narrow. And given yeah. the Taro orders yeah. up in the abyss, it's not like he's getting much protection there. De- Aidan Denham was on his side, so again, that inexperience perhaps costing us. Look, Nathaniel Atkinson's had his critics. You and I both have obviously voiced our, our concerns, our displeasure at some of his performances. But I was actually beginning to feel for him because what chances he really got when they're doubling yeah. up and the left-back bombs on and has so much space on the left-hand side. Absolutely. It, I think they knew that we were going to play with inverted full-backs. Yeah. So they just went, right, double up, 
completely double up and we'll do exactly as we did because again it was the same in the first leg the boy Nelson mm-hmm. who thankfully yeah. wasn't available this time out yep. how much joy did he have in that first leg yeah. so Definitely. it's exactly the same thing but again you're looking for some sort of defensive contribution to help Nathaniel Atkinson out and we don't get it yeah absolutely well a minute later, this the game was very end to end for all ninety seven minutes. A great that watch! It really yeah, was a good. It good was a watch. really good game, but we could almost get right back in it. Cochrane floats a ball into the box. It kind of stramashes about a wee bit, and it ends up at Oda, who rifles it against the post. Boyce is in the middle, but there is a covering guy. It then ends back up at Kingsley's feet, who hits it just narrowly past the post. And that gave, it felt like it gave everybody a lift of like, yeah. right, we're in this now. We're, we're switched on. We've we've drank at this bar before. Like, you know yeah. that you've got to get the Hearts crowd on side. Because when yeah. they are on your side, it must, it's such a game changer. I genuinely cannot think of a stadium elsewhere in world football that has such a disparity between the crowd being on side and in your favour to as toxic and anti-you <laughs> as I could possibly imagine. Yeah, it's genuinely unbelievable. And again, it's sort of like, I don't know, like that roar, it's as though we've kind of seen them try and do something, so we're trying to, trying to push them on. And yeah, it, it, we, had, we had to do it as quickly as we did. Otherwise then, the longer we leave it, the, the, the more the kind of anger, frustration worry grows but the chance like if Oda scores fair enough but I thought it favoured the square I'll be honest I know you said there's well, a covering defender but to me if he can time, if he can place it just right Boise's got to tap in and that was a common the, theme throughout the night can I just say at the time I thought the same I was like just square it what are you doing watching it back I think it has to be the perfect ball to get to him, yeah. where you're yeah, not, fair enough. where you're keeping it away from the covering defender, but also away from the keeper. So you have to just perfectly. I understand Boyce's frustration. He's just need the from his perspective. In the have to like get that. in the way of one another as well, yeah, and just let it slide and just then pair come across like a sliding doors moment. It's yeah. been it's, it's as though he's trying to slide it through, <laughs> slide it through some uh, moving doors. Yeah, and well, I'm tra- and additionally, the freedom. He's only an inch from it going in yeah. like it hits the yeah. post like, I was going to say exactly like that wide. like if he scores I'm not I'm not saying yeah that. no one cares no yeah, exactly. exactly but it's only because he's missed or hit the post that it it just becomes so annoying and in the heat of the moment obviously the tie going the way that it's going you're thinking I'm thinking please do not tell me that we are now going to pepper them we're going to batter the door down and there's just going to be no answer because that was my fear yeah. I was thinking please do not be another Zurich because that was just heartbreaking. Yeah. We don't want to be going back and looking at this thinking Rosenborg were there for the taking because I look at Zurich and think they were there for the taking. We could have been in the Europa groups. So thankfully that wasn't the case uh, this time around. It nearly was as Aidan Denham loses oh it in God. the middle of the park and they break towards our goal. Shot towards Clark is actually, I was giving them praise for the See, we made it's a terrible save as he just pushes it towards oncoming Rosenborg players right into their path. But, and this is actually surprisingly, this is the first time I'm saying his name tonight. But Devlin kind of 
Because there's a lot where he buys the foul because kind of rolls yeah. in Denim are static, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We were he lucky to get away with that defensively. Very much so. When they blew the whistle, I thought he was given a penalty and I shit myself. <laughs> no, I, I, was saw, like, oh, I saw Devlin nip in and as soon as I saw him gain possession, I was like, well, if he buys the foul here, just let's all calm down. Let's just yeah, relax. Like, well, regain composure and just keep it keep it cool and keep doing what you're doing. Somebody who was very calm and kept his composure was Lauren Shankland. Oh as my goodness. Daniel On McIver. the 13th minute, Stephen Kingsley plays a ball that is not meant for Lauren Shankland. Thank you. Thank you. I've had this debate with countless people. Stephen Kingsley is not even looking at Lauren Shankland. It's a ball that he sends up into the abyss. Yes, he's yeah. played it several times beforehand. That does not excuse the fact that... It doesn't matter. Exactly. He's not looking. We're lucky that Shanklin's awake and yeah. sort of scrapping with the defender, but carry on. That's good from Kingsley, by the way. That's not a criticism of him. That's good it that he's just in a wonderful area. In. But you're yeah. not telling me that he it saw Shanklin and just went, oh, here, Lawrence, I'll just scoop it in behind for you. No. No danger. Not. But the ball does go in behind, and it's quite flat-footed defending from the Rosenborg centre-halves, yeah. and it allows Shankland, who isn't exactly known for his pace, to be no. running onto a ball, but gets through... Sorry, oh. McIver, he's so clever in that he's occupying the centre-half. In the chance yes. that Kingsley mm-hmm. does play that ball, albeit we've, we've said that it's a small percentage, the chance that he does play that, he's alive and alert, he's looking for it, he's sort of looking to nip in behind... He does, and what happens, happens. Just an amazing dinked finish because he sees the keeper coming out. The confidence to oh. not just snatch at it, not just go, I'm just putting power behind this. He places it over oh. the keeper within the big thing that you want when you can see. Chef's kiss. When you can see the goal so early, what you want is to respond early. And yeah. he responded within eight minutes. You basically just go, right. It's nil-nil again. Game plans. Yeah. As you said, the game plan's the exact same as normal. Shanklin gets another goal at the start of this season, and it's one all. Back to square one. And yeah. it, as you say, like you've, you've basically summed it up perfectly. It's just an exquisite finish. That yeah. is just absolutely top drawer. If that was kinda Sergio Aguero... Of, in the Premier League a couple of years back nobody would bat an eyelid like he knows exactly what he's doing with it he's so cool so calm and thankfully just as he did in Norway keeps the tie alive pretty much single handedly because again <laughs> I love Stephen Kingsley a bit but I ain't crediting him with this goal yeah that's very fair well whilst everybody was loving Stephen Kingsley and Lauren Shankland, i tell you one person that the heart support was not loving and that was the Israeli referee in the middle of the ground because now is a perfect time to speak about him because in the 23rd minute hearts have a massive penalty shout as a corner is swung in oh. and Frankie Kent goes to rise for a header and just gets completely taken out now at this stage of the competition there's no VR I haven't actually checked if there's VR in the next round I'm going to assume, assume not which is a joke if I'm honest but it's completely waved away and we will have the discussion about the referee now now I will say this in the interest of fairness I think Aidan Denham is very lucky to stay on the park yes, I think he's, his challenge is a red card I think a VR it's a red card but I can't remember a referee 
maybe David Dickinson on Sunday in fairness against Or last week. But yeah, <laughs> but generally I can't remember a referee that was so inconsistent. And I I do mean this against both sides, but it did feel like if we touched anybody, Rosenberg got a free kick. If they just barreled into us, there was one in the second half where Devlin gets a two-handed shove into his back, nothing. Shanklin gets an elbow in his the side of his head, nothing. I didn't understand the inconsistencies from the referee. I imagine Rosenberg fans will be really annoyed with the Aiden Denham thing because if he does get sent off, that's before we do what we end up doing. It yeah. can change the game entirely. But how, at this level of club football, is a referee that bad? McIver, the Premier League is two weeks into its season, one of the richest, most watched leagues in the world. And their referees are still shocking. They were one of yeah, the, one of the been pioneers apologies of VAR. Already. VAR was literally introduced into their league at one of the earliest opportunities, and they're still contention every single week. I I cannot, for the life of me, I don't know if it's because we're getting older, because we're taking more of an interest, because it, like, I, I don't know, it seems to like it seems to resonate with us more. I cannot remember across the board a worse standard of, of like officiating and refereeing mm-hmm. as we've become accustomed to seeing now. It is genuinely unbelievable, and I don't know if that's because they're meddling with the rules too much, or there's like it should be easier with the technology that they've got. It's just not. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand it. That was the thing for me on Thursday night. It was so many just you because listen, some refs go within five minutes. He's flashed a card. And it's like, that's what he's going to do. That's his style. He's not going to put up stuff. Other refs will allow a game to flow and not... Listen. And that's fine. That's individual refereeing standards as long as you're going with the rules. What I, The biggest issue I had with this referee is that it's like, you're not sticking to your rules. Yeah. Because fouls that you've given earlier, you're not given. And that can sometimes be for the same team. For our benefit, it happens right at the very end of the game. We're trying to waste time. Atkinson kicks his own heel and falls over and the ref immediately gives a free kick to us and books the Rosenborg player and 10 minutes earlier when it's all tied up the same thing happens to a Rosenborg player Rolls goes in from behind him and we just get the ball and nothing happens I look I know this is obviously a hearts heavy podcast we're going to be biased we're going to look at things through maroon tinted specs you're welcome for the free plug um, <laughs> but in all seriousness like it was that bad that we'll only remember the ones that should have gone in our favour. Yeah. We also had occasions where we got let off the hook. And there was a challenge Boyce made in the second half that I was like, that's nearly a penalty. It was right on the edge of our box. And not it even, was a shocking challenge. We just anything. went away with the ball and just it was fine. Uh, how bad was the linesman on our side? How many foul throws he didn't know did what the left back want to take? Oh, it was unbelievable. Uh, what? It was so I bad. Can't read at least two... Uh, it must have been three or four, and not one spoken about. I was just yeah. like, I was just thinking to myself, if we get a throw in, just just take it however you want, because it, it, just, surely, just it's one same, arm same chuck it just, just, yeah. just well, like, what on earth? I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, it was so, so bad, so bad. But thankfully, it didn't affect us in the long run because for the rest of the first half, we were very much in control. Oda yeah. breaks, finds Shanklin, who does a really nice spin, oh. attempts to square it to Boyce oh. this time, but the defender actually does really well to block it into his keeper's path. Then, was that, Kingsley sorry, sends was it across. that off the break where Devlin won it back in their box? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. That was actually building up to be a really nice counter-attack. 
It would have been an amazing goal if it had gone to in. Turn, like, to, to level up the tie. We're in the ascendancy. We've got the whole second half still to play. But again, like I, I thought that was another guaranteed boys square. <laughs> How Liam Boys did not get on the score sheet, I will never know. But he's Crazy. just he's such a game changer for us. Such a big player for us. Oh yes. Yeah. When he's fit, he's first name on the team sheet. Without a doubt. Like, he's he's so important. Stephen Kingsley sends in a cross that's met by Kai Rolls, who headers it just off oh, the bar so but the lucky. other way so it just goes out for a goal kick we actually are winning headers now from Kai Rolls is winning headers <laughs> as well we, just we, unbelievable we'll, we'll come on to that as well with another match later on in the week yes, unbelievable exactly and then the last highlight of the first half Devlin wins the ball which if you were drinking to that sentence during that game I don't think you'll still oh. be awake now <laughs> like unbelievable plays it Elian Boyce who finds Cochrane whose effort from the edge of the box is punched away by the Rosenborg keeper first half ends we're very much in the ascendancy yeah at this point I was thinking we definitely have a chance here as long as we get the next goal oh 100% 100% and you know I say it all the time hearts and a fast start name me a more iconic duel <laughs> and had, had we signed up for that in the second half then we give, the, give ourselves the very best opportunity the tie's all yeah. levelled up and we know we know that well we've got to be wary of the threat that they pose on the counter attack. As you say, the vast majority of fans are ours. We're at home. We're under the lights. Let's just go for it. Um, the, I was about to actually just start with the second half highlights, but I should mention something big happened at halftime. Oda got hurt, which was further proven by his omission completely from the Park Thistle game at the weekend yeah, that we'll come to. I, I saw him. So I'm walk up and into the stands, kind of you know where the the journals sit, and it's kind of yeah. between the journals and the dugout. And at least he was walking. I didn't see any form of like moonboot or that. When up the game the finished, when the game finished, he was walking around but was heavily limping. Oh dear. So hopefully he's all right. Hopefully but all what right. that meant was the first appearance of the season for Barry Mackay. He's back after his ankle surgery, and, and he's ready to go. What What I was going to say is that I didn't feel as though Oda was all that effective, really. Yes, he had no, the one that hit the post, and like, yeah, he played his part for that Shanklin stroke boys chance. But other than that, you you sort of tended to forget that he was playing. Really, I didn't. I didn't. Think I don't he was know up when he got hurt. No. So yeah, that, that could have had a big bearing it. on it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm um, not sure. But please, is he Barry Mackay back? Because I, I very much I, like he, he's one of those players that he gets a lot of stick in the heart of support Barry Mackay, but in terms of somebody on the flank, I don't think we've got anybody that can produce that same pass as him or yeah, that not. same kind of game-defining moment, be it a pass yeah. or the. I mean, he was popping up with goals the season before last, toward the yeah. end eventually. So mm-hmm. you know, if we persist long enough. <laughs> albeit you're, you're still not having him in a big game but no. <laughs> well, there, there is a chance there's yeah. a chance he turns up in one well the most heart of Midlothian 98 seconds happens now because <laughs> at the start of the second half no Rosenberg usually it's counter, way. yeah true <laughs> Rosenberg counter which eventually ends up with Atkinson who tries to clear it but he clears it against Kai Rolls that then goes under Clark, who attempts to die for it, and it is trickling towards going in. But thankfully, the guy who cleared it, Nathaniel Atkinson, is there to actually clear it this time. 
and get it away. I was wincing to this because yes. it was obviously up my side. Yep. And I thought, there is no day. This is one of those goals that you can see on FIFA and your, yeah. your controller is launched through the win- like the telly <laughs> or the window. Like, oh my goodness gracious me. And the fact that it came off rolls and he's just sort of bobbling about. Oh my yep. God. I breathed the biggest sigh of relief. And those are kind of... Football's down to like the fine margins. Yeah. And th- like the, the definitive moments... I don't know what it was, but from that moment on, I thought, oh my God, we actually do have a chance here. Cause yeah, it, like, I, I agree. Had that have gone in, it's dead. It, yeah, it, the absolutely. atmosphere is it's killed. Especially the way it happened. The manner of like the goal. It's like you've been carved yeah, a, a, exactly. a part, and it's like, oh, it's, it's a great it's, goal. We've it's essentially like shot ourselves in the foot, Yeah, and that would have just... Exactly, it was the same with the uh, George Grant red card. I know I'm harping on about Zurich yeah. a lot, but that as soon as that happened, that killed it that night. Oh my! Oh my God! Honestly, well, that's the type of goal that gives you just nightmares. Thank God we avoided it on this occasion. Atkinson's clearance actually ends up all the way back at the Rosenborg goal. He sends his foot through it that much. They then kind of attempt to build from the back, but in something that he was often chastised for not doing last season, Barry Mackay bursts a gut to intercept a ball from the back line to the midfield. He then drives forward, finds Shankland, who finds Boyce. Who... Oh, 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 hold on a sec, let me stop you there. He tries to play in Cochrane, and as much as I was yeah, talking about a killer pass, <laughs> that was a shocker. Thankfully, yeah, we get. Thankfully, it's bumbling around. Yes, it's, it's in and around the area, and it lands at the best person's feet to have it oh when God. you're wanting touch-tight football. Liam Boyce faints a shot Sends two Norwegian defenders to the Gorgi Fish Bar. They're away. Hits a great effort. And in fairness to Hansen and goals, it's a really good save. It should score, from but it's a good save. It's a good save. And then... <laughs> <laughs> a man who I think every single Hearts fan, when they saw who it felt to, went, shit. The one person <laughs> you don't want it to fall to is a steaming 100 mile an hour Kami Devlin and for some for some reason he puts all the power in the world on it even though he's two yards out that's just it goes it is yeah (laughs) it goes directly up in the air but thankfully it is stopped by the bar bounces in 2-1 on the night 3-all in the tie the place goes mental I didn't know what to do at this moment. I laughed a wee bit because it's Devlin and I thought he'd missed. I uh, I spoke to Cammy and he was aiming for the bottom corner. Amazing. I'll get you on. I'll get you on. Um. I would believe it. I would so believe that Devlin goes, I just need to tap this in. And then he ends up putting a rocket behind it. That would have been the most Cammy Devlin goal imaginable. I uh, saw your dad capitalised on oh, Twitter like tragic. He's a loser. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sad, sad man. And then and what made it worse is Cammy got back to him. I, was like, I know he did. Digging me, did. but he's been replying to my old yeah. man. Like, what is going on? Yeah, there's clear priorities now. Oh, exactly. Embarrassing. Uh, but no, I was in that exact same boat because I was standing with a couple of pals that have 
that have been put through the ringer by this football club as we all have. <laughs> and I think we were all just in disbelief that holy shit, we're actually like we're actually fully on board. Like this is it. Like we're only a goal away. <laughs> Anything's possible. How, we didn't see that at one nil. A bedlam, absolute limsy Lohan, and can I just say a word on the Gorgi Ultras because that looked behind the goal absolutely bonkers they were brilliant all night they really were I thought their display was good in terms of G'ing the boys up and G'ing everybody in the stands up I'm thinking that they're doing a really good job I've I've got to be honest I don't think that the club are really giving them enough credit Um, and I I, I see now that they're kind of open to accepting donations and people are managing to to contribute and whatever Um, I'm not quite in the financial predicament to do so, but once I can, <laughs> I certainly will be because they've been they've been absolutely top drawer. I'm going to need to get a hoodie or something and try and get it on in the pod because I think they're doing a, a really good job and I, just um um just magic, absolutely magic up that end and just crazy bodies everywhere. Well, if you thought that was mental. For some reason, there's just no more highlights. From That's the because they were grown into the game and we very nearly yeah. pissed it away. <laughs> yeah, we did. But you're thinking, right, we've made a bunch of attacking subs. We don't want this to go to extra time. No. But it's increasingly looking likely. Right, okay, we'll go to extra time here. However, a long ball, much similar to Kingsley's in the first half, it's quite aimless. But this is why he was bought... This is why he was brought in. Tags. Tagawa's speed <laughs> just manages to make a nothing ball into something as he gets on the end of it. He cuts it back to Devlin on the edge, who Cruyff turns and whose initial shot I think is going down the dugout. But thankfully, <laughs> Shanklin is there. He just literally stop it and go, no, have it back. Have it again. I think it's going to the mascot in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Gives it back to Devlin, who inexplicably after that first shot goes, I'm good enough to take another bite of this, it's fine. Continues his trend of absolutely horrific shots that inexplicably do amazing things. And down that end as well. Yeah, down that he just will only play towards the Gorgian. Hits it towards goal. Hansen goes to dive. Well, not even dive. I think Hansen goes to just bend and pick it up because it's trundling towards him. But... His centre half in front of him sticks a leg out, it hits the leg, and just goes into the back of the net. 92nd minute, and everyone just goes ballistic. Gammy Devlin shushing fans who were taking the piss out of him. Atkinson's jumping on his back. I saw Frankie Kent and Shanko basically do like an American football chest touch in the middle of the box together. There's folk on the ground. Alex Cochran's taunting the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cochran's running back. Cochran does that all the time and it's a major reason He's I love He's the boy. Him. What a guy. And unbelievably... It's 3-1 on the night, and for the first time in the tie, we're ahead. I felt like greeting my eyes out. That was just amazing. (laughs) So good. Honestly, that's like... See like like that feeling? Just... Yeah, there's nothing like it. I get it every time we score at Easter Road. Like, it just... If you could bottle it up and sell it, you'd make an absolute killing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
I could not believe my eyes. I honestly thought yeah. I thought that I needed to be pinched or something. I was having some sort of epiphany, some sort of dream. <laughs> Just absolutely wild. And listen, <laughs> I'm not going to kid on like it wasn't very fortunate, the goal. But, but, and I will say this, I felt as though over the 180 minutes, there were countless times where we were needing that bit of luck. Whether it be like the final pass or a refereeing decision going in our favour or I don't know, just just some kinda some kind of shot being blocked or something. We'll take that, given I felt there were numerous occasions over the tie, as I say, we we were we were unlucky, something hadn't quite come off for us. Thankfully this did. Perfect timing. Arguably the perfect goal scorer and a perfect night. Just brilliant I mean we we have been gagging on a European night like that for what 20 years <laughs> yeah I was going to say pretty much our years. lifetime yeah just crazy and look I'd... we're up against it in the playoff I'm not going to kid on like yeah. we're not but that just put that to one side just enjoy the night for what it yeah. was Hearts were trailing. We've overturned it. I think it's only something like the third or fourth time that we've managed to overturn a deficit. Since the 80s. And you, it's the first time since the 80s that we've done it. In our history. Yeah. So, just enjoy it for what it is. It was brilliant. Absolutely class. On that, I want to specifically mention Cammy Devlin because without his two goals, he was man of the match. Oh. Without him, we don't win that game. McIver I said on Twitter Covered every that blade night, of grass. Yeah, he and, he and Shankland for something that's so disinterested. Yeah, yeah Warren exactly. Shankland worked yeah. his bollocks off up front. He, he was did. phenomenal. He was, the pair of them there was were a bit excellent, despite the goals. In like the, in like the ninety third minute, Shankland's tracking back and winning ahead of defensively, chasing like lost that. causes, just getting us up yeah. the park. Brilliant. But there is no one else in this football club that can do what Devlin did on Thursday night in terms of that stamina, passion, heart desire and it, you often get that thing where it's like oh it feels like it's a Hearts fan playing but yeah. with ability sometimes with Devlin it doesn't even feel like the ability's there <laughs> it just feels like there's just the, the drive desire and commitment yeah but I, I was saying he had three of the worst shots I've ever seen a professional footballer <laughs> take on the night and scored two of the most now recently iconic goals in our history yeah. with them yeah, when you when you put it like that, I mean, it is, it is nuts. He, he even said it, didn't he? Post match, he said yeah. it's up there in one of the best nights of my career. So yeah. brilliant! What what a guy! And and thankfully, sort of shut a few folk up because I think there was yeah. a oh, and look, everybody's got an opinion. There was some that didn't even want Devlin or Shanklin to start. So ultimately. Hearts have, hearts have surprised us, exceeded our expectations. So accept it for what it is and just enjoy the night. That's what, that's what it's all about. It's, it's nights like that that make you persist with hearts because we know that they can be a pain in the arse. We know that they're a bugbear. That's why we run a weekly podcast discussing the misfortune on them. So we take the rough with the smooth and that was fantastic. Well, not only was Thursday night a reminder why you stick with hearts, Thursday night was clearly a reminder as why you want to join hearts for a certain individual <laughs> nice. who was there. As the Brighton youngster, Odell, and then I've had three different, I've been told three different ways of saying it, Ophia, Ophia, or Ophia. 
I don't know which one it is. Oh, right back so far. That's who everybody <laughs> wants it to be. But I think it's Ophea. I think it's... I don't know. Odell, basically, is his name. No, we've got to go and with that Kings of Leon song. 100%. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, he was there with Joe Savage and then just immediately signed. He is a centre half who can also play right back. He's absolutely huge. <laughs> he's strong. He's fast. He's composed. And basically, he's been brought in for cover for Atkinson. We saw it, we'll get into it in a wee minute. He had his debut. As far as debut goes, bloody hell, you've set a high bar for yourself, Adele. But it's his first loan in senior football. Uh, he has made one appearance for Brighton at the very end of last season. Um, so, yeah, just very chuffed that we've finally got a position that I was worried about we weren't going to have cover in, and he seems good. Definitely. But when I watched him on Sunday, I mean, just by looking at his sheer stature, you think centre half because he's a big, big Aye. boy. He is somebody he's I would not like it. to mess with. Um, just looks a really, really good athlete. I don't know if he needs to kind of go out on loan to develop him as a footballer. Why? Because he just said on the day here. that he joined us, he also signed a new three-year deal with Brighton. So they obviously hold him in high regard, and you need yeah. to look at what Brighton are doing. Um, I mean that's why Hibs were so keen to get them as kind of a, a, a partnership <laughs> and what have you and have loaned absolutely nobody from them um, so yep. Davey Weir you are uh, a hero <laughs> and your work that's is not thing, going though. unnoticed it is like if he's even half as good as Cockroom was yeah. I'll be happy yeah exactly Absolutely. I mean look at Brighton picking up these wonder kids from here there and everywhere why don't we yeah. just announce a, a partnership with Brighton and just get right yeah. up Hibs? Let's, let's just <laughs> no, do it. but then they'll start sending folk to Hibs and it'll ruin everything. <laughs> so this way it's fine. No, so, Davey Weir wouldn't do that. He'll send the dads to Hibs. He'll, yeah, he'll send out the, the few that they get wrong down there. Yes, yeah, so Odell comes in and then we had this weekend, which was our first appearance this season in the League Cup. Now, before we get into our game... <laughs> much better than last year's. Much better than last year's. We will cover all the other games first. So, on the Friday night, Aberdeen just get past Sterling Albion 2-1. Beano's were robbed of Spent a pen them. as well. Disgrace. They were. Again, absolutely VAR. Were. Like, yeah. If, 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 it, if it can't be used, then just, just forget it in the cup competitions. What's the point? On the Saturday, there was four games as St Mirren, probably more comfortably than the scoreline suggested, beat Motherwell 1-0. Uh, Livingston finally got back to winning ways as they beat <laughs> United 2-0 uh, Rangers beat Greenock Morton 2-1 despite going behind which was interesting that was an eyebrow razor I tell you what had Morton held on and obviously uh, what happened on the Sunday oh my goodness that would have been very interesting but the game of the weekend was definitely Ross County Airdrie as Ross County were 3-1 up with 10 minutes left Airdrie taking extra time and then Ross County score. However, that did my mate out of three hundred and fifty quid. So that's funny. Do you have county. I. Oh my god! <laughs> I actually quite fancy to be upset there. Um. So when I saw really that Airdrie were trailing with ten minutes to go, I was like, "No, oh, that's some upset yeah, that." That's and that. then they got back to three each. Like, oh, <laughs> here yeah. we go! I think Gary, Gary O'Connor's boy came off the bench for them and scored, didn't I he? Think Josh. So. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I. Um, I and then on the Sunday. We had our game, which we'll get into. Hibbs just managed to get past Ian Murray's Wraith. And then the big talking point of the round was that treble winners, come on, <laughs> ended up knocking out Celtic, still yet to concede. 
domestically within the league and this cup competition and the holders are out how can we have the best result against Kelly this season and it's a goalless draw I know it's crazy <laughs> yeah that point in time castle looks like a great result now well that's what I was going to say it does it genuinely shows how that is actually quite a good result oh mental I, I mean wow did not see that coming in no. a million years given Rodgers' record that's his first ever cup tie defeat as Celtic manager I think it- 24, 24 out of 24. Previous. That's Aye, ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Um, absolutely baffling. So that's what, a 96% success rate in yeah. over his twos. I like that. It's just nuts. Um, in terms of other games, I mean, at Wraith Rovers as well got back on level terms and you were thinking, yeah. go on, go on. Be, come <laughs> on, it would be a laugh. But sadly to no avail. Um, yeah, elsewhere, I think it was... Kind of as folk expected. I, I, Everything I, went yeah, the way it I, was I, I did, I did anticipate the one shot with maybe Airdrie, but even then, like they got it back and still threw it away. Yeah. And that's just a common theme among sides that we're going to discuss, because my goodness, Partick Thistle, yikes. Well, this is the thing. So, we have our game. I described this afterwards as it felt like a pre-season framework. Yeah, I got that same impression as well, mate. Definitely. I, was, I don't know if it's because how early we scored the first... Maybe and, and, I, and I guess the second, but certainly in that second half, it did just did just it fade no, out into, was, into nothingness. But it was quite nice. It was nice. It was great. And just having that, not having that worry, or not having that kind of, I don't know, dread of what you think is going to happen. Nice to not play with that high intensity and feel as though you're going to get punished for it. It was it was calm. It was a, a professional performance in the end. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so the team came out, and I'll be honest, that kicked me out of bed because I didn't know it was a two o'clock kickoff. And at five <laughs> to one, I was lying in bed going, "The team's out very early," and then shit myself to manage to make it in with five <laughs> minutes to go. So love that. And the team was heavily rotated from Thursday night, obviously, but still a very strong side. So BBC, I've got this one right. As a four-two-three-one. Uh, can I just say two, two o'clock kickoffs? I'm a fan. I mean, the, 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 the team that I do the if I so, know that they're happening. The team that I do our socials for, we kick off at a two every Saturday. It's great. The game's done, and you're just seeing this like this, the three o'clocks. Just the, the outcomes of them come in. It's it's nice. And I came straight up from work as well, so I was like, yes, that's one less hour that I'm going to have to piss about in Engorgie. So two o'clock yes. kickoffs. Keep them keep them coming. Well, we lined up. 4-2-3-1 with Clark and goals, a largely similar defence as Cochrane, Rolls and Kent all kept their place from Thursday night, but Odell did get his debut at right back. We then played a two of Neuenhoff and Sibick with both Devlin and Denham getting replaced. Very interesting. S- very interesting. And then front three, also totally different, of Kenny Vargas getting his first start, Barry Mackay getting his first start since he's returned from injury, and Alex Lowry replacing Liam Boyce in the 10 with... Shankland up front. When you saw that level of rotation, were you happy? But did it also make you be like, oh God, we might fuck this? Because it was a rotated side, but still a very strong side. Yeah. I I mean, there's always always a wee cause for concern that you're rotating a a fair few, but I think think that was the team that most of us would have picked, really. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I guess it depends what your preference is in midfield. Nice to see Toby Civic get a run out. uh, Right back making his debut. Brilliant. Um, Kenny Vargas we obviously want to see what he can do Alex Lowry you could put him in that same folder so 
Yeah, I, I think that was as, as good as we could. It was the perfect blend of kind of first-teamers or those that are of a vital importance like your Frankie Kent, your Lauren Shanklins and those that are sort of, not the backup brigade, but those that kind of, a chance has presented itself. So yeah. let's see what you can do. Well, again, this is Hearts TV highlights. It's very much just, oh, here's the goals and yeah. that's it. <laughs> I saw it, it was like seven and a half minutes, the package or something. Yeah, yeah, and like four and a half minutes of that is the goal. But as you say, so, preseason friendly field. Yeah, so, there's no much uh, yeah. to, no much else to show. So the first highlight is the first goal. <laughs> as ten minutes in, Alex Lowry sends it in the corner that deflects off Brian Graham, who's trying to clear it, but he clears it in his own net, and we're one nil up. Nice, nice to score from a corner. <laughs> it is exactly. Love nice that. to not concede from a corner. Does that count as an Alex Lowry assist? I don't know. Because I don't think it does. I've seen so. him only get given as two assists on the day when he should have had three. Uh, oh, yeah, I suppose. I, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it counts. I mean, it, it's not It's not really... It's a, it should be an assist. He was the person, he played in, that then deflects off and goes in. But you're, like, you can't... You're not... You're assisting the opponent. Yeah, but the opponent's assisted us by scoring <laughs> for us. I don't know. I, it, it, I think it's bollocks. He should have been given a hat trick of assists. That doesn't. I'm sticking up for you, Alex. I've got your That's back. just because you don't want Chile to be the last person to have registered a hat trick of assists for us. That's maybe true, <laughs> but still, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not sure I'm having that. He was very good, though, Alex Lowry. He was over the piece. He was very good. Very impressive. Yeah. That's uh, that's the the definition of taking your chance. I believe they call it. Yep. Very chuff with him. Uh, nothing then happens until the 37th minute as Lowry hits a free kick. Is this even a highlight? No. Lowry hits a very Forget, tame very free kick that David kick. Mitchell. Yeah, David Mitchell claims and goes. Then, Park Thistle's only highlight is a 25 yard speculative effort from Harry Milne yeah, that goes right. over the bar. And then we get to the very end of the first half. We're already here. And the 44th minute. Mackay finds Lowry in the box whose effort's cleared and then from the ensuing corner Odell Fire jumps about a foot and a half higher than his marked defender who heads it in it's in off the bar and bounces and you're like oh is it in? what's happening? don't know but Willie Com- no it wasn't Willie Com- it was John Beaton gives I just looked at the, the goal straight away yeah gives the, gives the goal and it's a uh, very lovely. He said in his post-match interview, it's his first ever goal in senior football, and he says it's his career highlight more than making his debut in the Premier League. Oh, that's really nice. It, so it's just it was, great. It was a goal that his performance deserved, and I know it's part it of it. was very good. I know it's a second-tier side. I know that it's a Jags team really that, has been, that has been decimated over the summer, um, yeah. given obviously what happened in, in their playoff final. So you do have to put things into perspective. But I thought it was very good. Re- but he good. still can only play against what's exactly. in front of you, and he didn't put a foot wrong. And like like I jokingly said earlier on, we made a right Noel Hunt of the second round last season. Yeah, we so yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll take those. Uh, yes, it was arguably a favourable, a more favourable draw. But I, I mean, what what more do you want me to say? He, he was really good, really good. He was, and, and looked just as decent offensively as he did comfortable defensively. Definitely. Uh, the second half starts and immediately the game's dead as really poor play at the back Shocking. from Party Thistle. 
allows Shanklin to intercept. Just clear just, your lines. Yeah, so, like, I don't know what they're doing. I can appreciate if you want to play out from the back. That's great. But sometimes just stick a Not foot if you're Partick Thistle against At Time Hearts. Castle, exactly. It's insanity. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just clear your lines. But Shanklin, yeah, again, but you race through and time slowed down. You just you knew it, you knew he was tucking that. Yep, definitely. Uh, that was, as I say, very much the game died then as you say it very much felt in the second half just like pedestrian at a lot of points uh, the next nice. highlight isn't until it was great I really enjoyed that, it do me. wasn't until the 72nd minute where again really poor passing for Pike Thistle and it ends up at Boyce's feet and Boyce just kind of oh shoots my God. for 30 yards I wasn't even <laughs> watching I, I can't remember what it was I think I was chatting to the person next to me I couldn't believe they took the free kick so quickly I don't know what, it was unbelievable. Don't know what Ben Williams is thinking Kerr McInerney's not even looking and Boise, like, I just want, I want Liam Boyce to tuck one so badly. <laughs> now that he's back, back in full flow, I just want him to score so badly. Yeah. And I, I was watching it. I was like, did that, did that, did that just happen? Like, am yeah. I, am, why, why was like not a big deal made of that? It was so. I don't know if it's because the tie was dead, as you say. Yeah, man. That we sort of just didn't consider what was actually happening. Yeah. It, it was weird. Really weird. It's, it's very weird. However. The last kind of mean yas moment that I was chuffed with Woo! was we did score a fourth. Tagawa! <laughs> exactly. Alex Lowry and Tagawa do really well in the middle of the park before Lowry plays in Tagawa. And I think at the moment I just shouted, this is you! <laughs> He's just, you've got this! And he gets it, his first goal for Hearts. He's buzzing. We all do the tequila song. Oh, exactly. It doesn't work with his name, but it's great. I wasn't even I giving care. a shit because I didn't even think it was that great a finish. But I was just going Tagawa. I think it is. I think it's know. fine. But listen, every striker is going to say the exact same thing. Get off the mark as quick as you can. Yeah. He's now done that. The monkey's off his back, and hopefully he can he can kick on. Uh, love that song. I don't even care that it's I don't even care that it's pronounced Tagawa. I'm going to pronounce him Tagawa purely for that. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So then, there's no much else to the report. The final few moments is just everyone trying to get on the score sheet. Vargas tries there. I thought Kenny Vargas played very well. He's really intense. He's a little rajant. I, yeah. I like him. I, yeah. There was there was the instance where is it Shanklin cuts back from and it just slides yeah. past the post and you're like, ah, oh, that I was th- this chance. Yeah, that was this I thought, chance. Yeah. Oh, if, that would have capped it off as well for me because he, he, you could tell he wanted one as well. I think. Yeah, and I, I'd have loved to have seen how he just celebrated. Probably like some yeah. kung fu kick on like the corner flag or something. I could just, I think he's got that in him. He's just, just he's already got cult hero vibes for me. I, I, I love that wee Raj. I really like him. In the 80th minute, Stephen Kingsley goes on a great run, beats two players, and has Vargas free in the middle, but you can just tell he's like, I've been on this class run, mate. I'm hitting this. And in fairness, it's a good hit, and it's a good save for David Mitchell. No, David Mitchell palms it around the uh, post. Then, at the very end of the game, the last kick of the game is Tagawa, Lowry, and Boyce all link up well before it falls to Kingsley on the edge, who hits it against the post. That's all she wrote. We're into the next round, and you're thinking, right, we then find out Celica knocked out and you're like God live it home live it home live it home live it home, it home. everybody else it's like we're probably <laughs> going to get home. I mean knowing no us we'll probably get Rangers away and then you look at it and go oh no I think we've got the hardest tie possible we've got Kilmarnock away we're going to get knocked out of the cup by Kelly two years back to back <laughs> this competition Kilmarnock <laughs> name me a more iconic duo um, God look it's it's annoying 
Um, it's a month away they'll be shit by then. They'll have conceded 84 goals. Just just got to try and build momentum heading into that game because it'd be yeah. great to get tanned in again. Um, I'm just... I don't know. I, I saw some folks say that they'd rather it be at Rugby Park than at Tynecastle. That's not, mental. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that, to be honest. Oh, yeah, the place where they've just kept back-to-back clean sheets against the old farm. Midweek match. Everybody makes a big deal of that pitch. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm delighted that I'll get to nip along, but... Am oh, I, of course. It's I, perfect I, for I, you. I, I, am I feeling confident? <laughs> let, let's, let's, let's cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Well, the bridge that you need to cross now about confidence is nice. this Thursday. As we play... Pauk of Greece, the it. first ties at home. Annoyingly. How are you feeling? Listen, we've seen the maps and the graphs and everything that show, whilst there is a clear outlier in the Scottish ties mm-hmm. between Aston Villa and Hibs in terms of discrepancies with finances, yeah. we're very much the second to that, as there is a massive jump between us. I, I'm not going to sit here and go, we've got absolutely no chance, but in my opinion... If we won this tie, it would probably be the biggest result in our lifetime in terms of like beating a side in com- in competitive moments. Because obviously you have Anfield, and then we, but we got beat, and then we drew at White Hart Lane, but it meant nothing because the game was I mean, technically dead. we drew at Anfield as well. I, I, yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, we drew. We drew both in, but got beat. I'm talking about yeah. if we somehow make it to the groups. Oh yeah, I can't think uh, of a would have, would have been, bigger It would have been up against race. the odds. I mean, yeah. don't get me don't get me wrong. The whole of Scottish football has been laughing at us and ridiculing us for this management team malarkey. It would be a massive get it right round you to every <laughs> everybody else. Um, In fairness, I did have a, so I've got a few mates obviously who are non Hearts fans, and they're all kind of just in and around Scottish football, and a lot of them have been saying. It's clearly working for you because no one expected us to overturn Rosenborg. No. I think most people didn't watch the game, the first leg, so just saw, oh, we got beat. All right, you're probably going to And that we were there. probably 2 0 down and thought, oh, yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what? If we, can, if we can keep things tight, sharpen up defensively, Jesus, and Nick won, or two. But Nick won. <laughs> Go over there, protecting a slender lead, then we're in with a chance. But I'd, I'm not daft enough I to see say... Another, I see another Fiorentina-Istanbul-Bishikshik oh, situation. I just, just out of what? The climate, the intimidating atmosphere, and they're all... Mental. Oh, no. I mean the tie just overall. I think at Tynecastle it could be 4-0 at half-time. Oh, dear. Oh God! I hope. I hope. I very much hope I'm wrong. And I've seen that they've not travelled. Their main striker uh, got hurt during the See, weekend. These, these as well. So these are traveled. the type of things that you need to capitalise on. There was Rosenberg yeah. without Nelson on the left. Yeah, definitely. Albeit Nipan was there, and he's just—he's an absolute superstar. He's, he's all right, and he's—he's the next one that uh, Brightner eyeing up. I highly Brighton will get. Um, but I—I oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's tight. We're the underdogs anyway. No, I don't. I hope we fucking blow them away. I hope we win four 0 We're the underdogs anyway. So if, if we get beat, what's it matter? Let's just let's yeah. just give a good account of ourselves. Yeah. That's the result would be a bonus. Just don't get humiliated. Would be a start. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, we'll get to that 
next week. So, and as ever, we will now finish with a quiz that I'll and be honest. Scum D as well. Oh, aye. Who gives it? Oh, fucking. Sure, fine. Hey, well, I don't care what will happen. I hate Check it your spam folder, you melts. We're always shit at Dens and all. I don't think I've ever seen us <laughs> win it. I think I've been up to Dens four times and I can't mind this ever I've been, it. I've been to Dens only twice and I've not seen us concede a goal. We won 3 0 and 1 0. I remember there you on. Go, but I've not got a ticket it was for either, Sunday, sadly. It was either can't the 23rd it. of December. I'll just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it was either the 23rd of December 2016. Oh my god, the 3 2 with Cathro. The 3 2 oh with where God. Liam Smith was the reason we lost that fucking game. Good We're 2 Lord. 1 up, loving life. Mad to Smith think we didn't know one another, and this podcast didn't even exist back then. And, it, and yet I know, we could still that recall crazy. that so easily. That is why. Yeah. That was a fucking disaster but anyway we're on to the quiz <laughs> that doesn't matter you, you so, love a December trip to Dundee because even last I do. season, last I don't season know, Christmas Eve at Paradise and they're always fucking nightmares <laughs> like I should stop doing it well the quiz is here I forgot season, about so it we're fine. we're fine I forgot about this quiz I've had to make changes <laughs> to it because I I said to Adam before we started recording I had a question about how many goals Devil has scored I had the wrong number, so thankfully I'd taken it out already. But we've, as ever, got a true or false, multiple choice, two normal ones, and a who am I? I have. I am slightly panicked. I think we've done this who am I? So oh, this God. could be interesting. Oh, no. Holy Bizanich! Exactly. I'm looking at him, and now suddenly I've got the fear of God that we've already done it. But we'll do the okay. normal quiz. Questions first. So we're starting off with a true. I'll probably or false. still get it wrong, but carry on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> starting off with a true or false. Okay. True or false? Lawrence Shankland has more goals at this point in the season than he did last year. Oh. Oh God. Right. Let's think about this. So he scored <laughs> at Easter Road in the second league game of the season. So up until the second league game of the season. It's basically yeah, so it includes the playoffs. Zurich, yeah, it includes all that. Oh, but in terms of God. game weeks, yes, right, okay. Ross County we beat on the opening day of last season, and he did not score. It was Alan Forrest and Barry Mackay. So he's got one league goal, which was at Easter Road. He scored in Switzerland. He must have more this season. So, so, so you're saying it's true? Who did we play in the third league game? <laughs> Ross County Hibs. Oh my God. Who did I see with back from Canada? Was it St Johnston third? No. He would have scored one. Yeah, he's definitely, he has to have scored more. I'm going true. This season. It is true, but yeah. it's not as far away as you four, think. Three? He's currently got four, and he had three at this yeah. point last It season. must be St. Johnston then, because he scored that pen it to was. win it. Yeah, that's it right. was. Indeed. That's right. Good knowledge for me, that. One for one. Woo! All right. Right. We're into the multiple choice as well. Oh, God. So, <laughs> you say, say this like I've got last... a chance. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time Hart scored from two corners in one game? Was it A... Hearts versus Wraith Rovers, 4 0, January 2021. Was it Hearts versus Wraith Rovers, 4 0, April 2021? Was it Hearts versus Dundee United, 
3-2, April 2022, <laughs> or Hearts versus St Johnston, 4-3, August 2015. I know you saw the tweet, because yeah. <laughs> that's how I got this, but did you pay attention to the month? or April? Because I saw the tweet, bookmarked it straight away, and was like, right, that's a quiz question, but I know you would have seen it as well. Oh, God, why did I know? And I had the, the month? We have, we have the luck that there was two 4 nils in that season. The April one. So you're going with Hartsbury Throwers 4 0 April 2021. Yeah, it was January, wasn't it? Incorrect! It was January <laughs> it was so 2021. Annoying. It was so annoying. I knew, that. I knew it as soon as I picked it. I was like, why have you done yeah. it? So I'm so happy you got it wrong that way. Oh, that you saw the tweet I and did. I saw your wee face I did. I when I read it. I thought it was in. And then as soon as you said that there was the two four nils, I was like, oh, bollocks, what month was it? Oh, you were so smug there. I saw I you wasn't, get so I genuinely wasn't. I was smug that I, I, saw knew, you, I, was smug you, that I knew the scoreline and the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> when I read the first Hearts versus Wraith, you sat up and you were like, this is it, I'm in. Two for two, here we go. Oh dear, that's so nice. Against Rosenberg, Stephen Kingsley won the second most amount of ground duels with seven. However, Cammy Devlin was the first. How many ground duels did he win? Oh god. So Kingsley was second with seven. Devlin was first with and if you get it within within two, I'll give you it. That's nice of you. I was gonna go. I was gonna go ten, but is that too high? And I suppose I've got eight or twelve. Yeah, I'll go ten. The answer is thirteen. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and as soon as I went, I'll give you two. I was like, oh no, wait, no, that's way too easy. He's gonna get it, but no, he gives the one answer that's just this avoided man, it. Like, why? Why? Why would I be looking at ground jewels? See, this is why. You need to, uh, this is off of Twitter. This is just tweets I've seen people Whoever say tweeted that, that to, uh, uh, you're getting blocked. I don't care. The Perth to Paisley has liked. No. So I'm like, right, you've seen it. So therefore, there's names. They're getting blocked. Work. I don't even know who it is. Get it up here. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, but get it right up here. <laughs> Hearts have been drawn against Greek opposition for the first time since 2006 where we played against AK Athens. Yeah. But... Can you tell me what the score was across the tie and who scored for Hearts, if anyone? So there's two points up for grabs here. Nico scored. If you can get... Correct on the goal scorers. And... Oh. Did anybody else score and what was the... I don't, th- I don't think anybody else did. If my memory serves, did we lose 3-1 at Murrayfield? Right. Am I... Is that a yes or a no? That's an incorrect answer. Is it? But, Yes. I can tell you that. That is incorrect. We did not lose 3 1 at Murphy. Oh, God. Me- did Miko put his 1 0 up? He did, didn't he? Eh. Uh, maybe. I can't remember when Miko scored. I'll say. I'll say 4 1 over the tie. I don't know. Bloody hell. You're- so you got the point for Miko. So uh-huh. you got a point. You're a goal off. Oh. We got beat 5 1. Did we? So, yeah, we got beat 2-1 at Murrayfield. And 3-0. And then 3-0, because remember, we went down to nine men in the really controversial aspect. Was that when Jamie Moore started up front? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Let's move what on. What a time to be alive. So, 
there was already Christ, five did we points scored the first goal in that tie and then got dicked 5-1 I, I can't remember if Miko scored first I'm going to or if Miko's right you check that so there was five points available from that because you got two points for that so you got th- two out of five shocking that's alright you still got the who am I though that we have potentially done already I can't remember AK dominated the first half but Solius Michelinus slid home hearts opener in the second wow. after a Roman Bednar drive came back off the post and then I really remember it because he grabs the badge two late goals from them it was uh, Capitanos and a better own goal 89 and 90 the most hearts thing I've ever seen the most hearts thing fucking I ever. thought it was Jesus three Christ. nah then we just got easily dispatched that was the first games. game I ever cried at was leaving Murrayfield really yeah, little seven-year-old Adam just in bits. I was there because it was the 9th of August, am I right? Yeah, I would have been eight. That's right. So it was two days before my birthday. Devastating. My my ninth birthday. Dad was like, you never so had it so good. We've never been anywhere near the Champions League while I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, like, just sobbing my eyes out. Oh, dear. Right. Two out of five in the normal quiz. Who am I left? Dreadful. So. That was awful. I thought you said go. that was easy. This is what see, this know. is this is what I've got to put up with. Like, why not just ask normal <laughs> questions? There, hey, I've had, we've had people say that my quizzes have been getting good recently because they're hard. That, to be fair, that, some that folk was, have that was one of your better ones, and I was yeah. just rubbish. I'm just excuse. Yeah. I'm just trying to overshadow my piss poor well, performance. And that Ray Thrower's question is really annoying me. So let's move on. <laughs> so who am I? I had been linked with a move to a Premier League club just a few years before joining Hearts as a free agent. I was signed by Hearts in a technicality that meant no compensation fee was paid to my former club. Despite being a striker, I never scored whilst playing in Maroon. I've played in Scotland, Cyprus and France. Who am I? What? Maybe we've not done this person before then if you're no getting Scotland, any... Scotland, Cyprus and France? Yeah. Striker and didn't score. It's not David Witteveen again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you tell me that. Uh, right, okay. See, when you said about the free agent thing, or like the technicality, yes. I instantly thought of David Abua, but I don't think it is that. Uh, well, I know for a fact it's not David Abua because he played in South Africa as well. Because we got him from Kaiser Chiefs. Because he, he had the trial at West Ham. Don't pull that face at me, mate. Don't try and piss me Who off knows? here you're doing a great job um, <laughs> right. I do that every time I host a I know it really irritates the life out of me to be quite honest with you right okay striker played in Scotland Cyprus and France oh my goodness gracious me I think right off the bat I'm going to ask what years they played for Hearts of course so I've got his Wikipedia up already I am prepared so he played for hearts in 2017 oh oh jesus scotland cyprus and france yep 2017 so is that that must yeah that must be Catherine then because robbie would have left for MK Dons, who did he sign? Well, Bjorn Johnson was still here, but he's played in countries other than that. Oh, God, you caught me here. I'm even leaning towards like an Isma Goncalves, but it can't be. 
What is it? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, this is funny. Wait, never scored in Maroon, did you say? Can I get the clues again, please? I had been linked with a move to a Premier League club just a few years before joining Hearts as a free agent. I was signed by Hearts in a technicality that meant no compensation fee was paid to my former club. Okay. Despite being a striker, I never scored whilst playing in Maroon. Playing in Maroon, yeah. I have played in okay. Scotland, Cyprus, and France. Oh, <laughs> never scored in Maroon. I mean, this could be. I was really hoping you'd just you'd forget about that and run with David Obua and just <laughs> go for it. <laughs> oh, right. So this is somebody that was utter horse. <laughs> This could just be that any, narrows it yeah. down to eight hundred people. <laughs> any heart strike of the past twenty year, Bar Shankly the boys. Yep. Oh God. Twenty seventeen never scored for Hearts. Striker. Oh, I want to lean to the clubs, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that will help me. I'm really, I, I'm struggling to have anybody like hit me. <laughs> That's really odd. 2017. <laughs> Did they play up at Dundee in that Dead Spark defeat? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your question? No. Uh, oh, God. Oh, my goodness gracious me. See, I don't want to go for clubs because oh, we always ask the clubs. But nothing, like, nothing else is coming to me at all. Scotland, Cyprus and France... Let's just go for the clubs in order, please, MacIver, because I honestly, I don't know. Like nobody, nobody's resonating in the snogging. Nobody's hitting me. So, Nantes, Dieppe, Hearts. Sorry, Dieppe, Stirling Albion, Hearts, Stirling Albion, Doxa, Catapias, Drancy, Stirling Albion. Dylan Bikey or BK or however you say it. It is. I, went, I was oh. like, if he doesn't ask the clubs, we're fine. Because all that is known about Dylan Bikey is two things. That we signed One, to piss Hibs off. We signed <laughs> him to piss Hibs off, which I couldn't put as a clue. And two, he inexplicably fucking loved Sterling. Jesus. Yeah, no Dylan going Bikey. Now it makes, two games. Now it makes sense. My God. So, Crikey, I forgot all the, about that boy. The clues to explain. Uh, in August 2013, Bikey signed a two-year contract from Nantes after being subject of interest from English club Everton. Everton? Yeah. That was the start of that club's demise. No wonder they're hovering yep. over the relegation zone these days. On the 25th of November 2016, Stirling Albion signed him on an amateur contract. During his time at the club, Dylan Bikey scored nine goals in nine games. He <laughs> just raved Stirling Albion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then signed him. And it actually says, Bikey had been training at City Rivals Hibernian ahead of a possible transfer. <laughs> um, to explain the second clue, Hart signed Bikey on amateur forms to avoid paying a compensation fee to D- to Dieppe. Or Dieppe. The last French to Dieppe. Dieppe. I don't care. It's probably Dieppe. Je ne sais pas, the, French, the French, it's almost definitely Dieppe. Because I've just realised. France, c'est pour vous. I've just been. It is actually Dieppe. 
because I just in I just thought there was a J. There's not. It's D, it's D I. It's not D J. Yeah, so it's D I P. So yeah, we just fucked them at our compensation fee. Um, and then despite being a striker, he never scored for us. He only played two games, and he's played in Scotland, Cyprus, and France. Jesus. So there you have it, um, Dylan Bikey. The, the easily forgettable Dylan Bikey stroke Bikey. Yep. Okay. However, 99, you're catching me up now. You're two for two no, I'm really this not. season. I'm, re- I'm really not. Hey, I'm, I'm none for one. Given you're it, two for two. Giving it, it, uh, too much a, a mountain to climb here. Unlike Carl. Hey. Absolutely smashed it. Well, if you've enjoyed this cunning wit, please let us know by leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. It massively helps us out. Also, you can let us know on all the socials at Pair to Paisley. If you've enjoyed watching this on YouTube, please have a like, comment, and subscribe. If you want to get in contact with us alongside the socials, you can get us on Pair to Paisley at gmail.com. Adam, where can they get you on all the socials? Uh, for more cunning wit from this twit, it's uh, <laughs> ad, at Adam T. Kendall uh, on all the socials. What about yourself, mate? I'm at dmcivor22. We'll be back next week to discuss all the fallout from the Pout game, all the fallout from the Dundee game. Any other sign-ins, either incoming or outgoing, that will potentially be happening, and anything else as well. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Come on, the hubs!